0: Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866 420 5330. Or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.
2: Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. And it is Rosh Hashanah, Lashanah Tova, everybody. Happy New Year to all my Jewish viewers going yeah. to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. 5783, that's a prime number. That's always lucky. <laughs> and I got to say 5783 is often an interesting start because this evening a NASA spacecraft deliberately hit an asteroid head-on at 15,000 miles per hour. This is to see whether space rocks can be deflected away from Earth. Now, before you start having panic sex with strangers on the sidewalk. (laughs) I hope it's not because of this asteroid. Because here's the thing, it it wasn't the big civilization ender that Ben Affleck will have to save us from. It wasn't even headed for Earth. This was all just to see if NASA could push a potentially dangerous asteroid off course with Earth. The mission is called the Double Asteroid Redirection Test, or DART not to be confused with the mission to stop a real asteroid that's going to destroy the planet, the spatial hybrid astronaut redirection technique, or SHART.
1: <laughs>
2: now, we—I think that's what it's called.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Don't, know why?
2: Why. Don't know why. We recorded this show. Yes, we recorded this show earlier. So, we don't know how the impact went. But, on the slim chance <laughs> that this asteroid was not accidentally redirected into a collision course with Earth, <laughs> and we're now all clinging to chunks of continental shelf drifting toward the sun, if that does not happen, there will be another January 6th hearing this Wednesday. And we got. <laughs> we got. The... We got the inside dope on some of the committee's findings last night on 60 Minutes, or as I've been told not to call it, TikTok. (laughs) Correspondent Bill Whitaker sat down with former senior technical advisor for the January 6th committee and six-year-old who was allowed to choose their first and last name, Denver Riggleman. Riggleman revealed just how closely connected the administration was to the rioters on January 6th.
0: Do you get a real aha moment when you see that the White House switchboard had connected to a rioter's phone while it's happening. That's a big, pretty big
2: aha moment. An aha moment? Well, maybe the ha will come eventually. Right now I'm stuck on the ha! Ah! We don't know, we do not yet no, we don't know who made the call, right? From the wide, we don't know who made the call, but we do know that the call lasted for only nine seconds. So probably a prank call. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> well then you better catch Mike Pence and hang him. <laughs> the hearings speaking of which <laughs> you know, it's rarely. It's rare. Allegedly. Speaking of which, the hearings are clearly getting under the skin of former President Pillsbury, duh, boy. (laughs) In a new tell-all from the New York Times' Maggie Haberman, the former president tries to set the record straight about his behavior during the insurrection, saying, I was not watching television on January 6th. Really? Really? You're accused of inciting an angry mob to storm the Capitol to prevent the peaceful transfer of power for the first time in our nation's history. And that's the part of the testimony you're taking issue with? Your Honor, I stand here accused of killing that drifter last September. But I categorically deny I was wearing white pants. It was after Labor Day. <laughs> I'm a murderer, not a monster. How dare you! How? How dare you! THE FORMER PRESIDENT ALSO SAID OTHER THINGS uh, TO HABERMAN, INCLUDING THIS ANECDOTE ABOUT RUNNING FOR PRESIDENT. THE QUESTION I GET ASKED MORE THAN ANY OTHER QUESTION, IF YOU HAD TO DO IT AGAIN, WOULD YOU HAVE DONE IT? Okay, THAT'S CLEARLY A LIE. THE QUESTION HE GETS ASKED MORE THAN ANY OTHER IS, DO YOU WANT FRIES WITH THAT? (laughs) THE ANSWER IS YES. HE CONTINUED, THE ANSWER IS, YEAH, I THINK SO, BECAUSE HERE'S THE WAY I LOOK AT IT. I HAVE SO MANY RICH FRIENDS, AND NOBODY KNOWS WHO THEY ARE. YEP, THE REAL PRESIDENCY IS THE RICH FRIENDS WE MADE ALONG THE WAY. (laughs) ALSO, I LOVE SHE DIDN'T ASK HIM THAT. HE ASKED HIMSELF THAT, AND THEN ANSWERED HIMSELF. (laughs) A lot of times I'm asked what the main question I get asked is. That's a good question. Well, I tend to ask myself the thing people are asking the most, which is what question which gets questioned of me gets asked of me by me. Any questions? And, and. Thank you. Thank you. AND SAYING, I HAVE RICH FRIENDS, BUT NOBODY KNOWS WHO THEY ARE, REALLY SOUNDS LIKE YOU'RE MAKING IT UP. (laughs) LET'S SEE, OH, MY RICH FRIENDS? OH, YEAH, MY RICH FRIENDS. THERE'S THE DUCK WHO SWIMS AROUND IN A POOL OF GOLD COINS, THE LEGUME WEARING A TOP HAT WITH A MONOCLE, AND, OH, THE MAN IN A MUSTACHE WHO GIVES ME $200 EVERY TIME I PASS GO. (laughs) DID YOU KNOW THE WORLD ONLY HAS FOUR RAILROADS? IT'S TRUE. (laughs) I PARK FOR FREE. (laughs) HABERMAN... Haberman met with the former president in March of 2021 at Mar-a-Lago, which at the time was shut down due to a COVID outbreak, leaving him to this stunning conclusion. COVID, he says, as he described the club's closure, turns out not good. <laughs> March of 2021, a year in, half a million Americans dead, but we're really sold this dingus on a pandemic not being good WAS THAT HE HAD TO SHUT DOWN HIS SPECIAL CLUBHOUSE, WHERE WELL-TO-DO ORTHODONTISTS CLAP FOR HIM AS HE EATS CHOCOLATE CAKE. (laughs) HERE'S ANOTHER SECTION OF THE BOOK. NOT GOOD. THERE'S ANOTHER SECTION. THERE'S ANOTHER SECTION OF THIS BOOK WHERE THE FORMER PRESIDENT TALKS ABOUT HIS RELATIONSHIP WITH HABERMAN HERSELF, TELLING AIDES, I LOVE BEING WITH HER. SHE'S LIKE MY PSYCHIATRIST. WELL, I HOPE SHE'S NOT. BECAUSE PSYCHIATRISTS AREN'T SUPPOSED TO WRITE TELL-ALLS ABOUT THEIR PATIENTS. Um, CAN YOU DESCRIBE AGAIN THE DREAM WHERE YOU'RE NAKED IN FRONT OF YOUR KINDERGARTEN AND EVERYONE'S LAUGHING AT YOU, BUT IT'S ALSO A BUSINESS MEETING, AND COULD YOU SPELL YOUR KINDERGARTEN TEACHER'S NAME? IT'S NOT FOR ME, IT'S FOR MY EDITOR. OVER IN NOT AMERICA, YESTERDAY ITALY HELD AN ELECTION. and THE BIG WINNER WAS ULTRA CONSERVATIVE MEMBER OF PARLIAMENT AND STAGE MOM WHO NEEDS YOU TO DO THE DANCE LIKE WE PRACTICED. Giorgia Maloney. Maloney's victory has a lot of folks worried because she's set to be Italy's most far-right prime minister since Mussolini. <laughs> Yikers. <laughs> Explains why Stanley is changing the name of his show to, maybe I'll search for Belgium for a while. <laughs> I like waffles. <laughs> they have They have waffles, they right? Have waffles. That's it. They have waffles. Which- BUT THE PART THAT HURTS THE MOST FOR ME PERSONALLY IS THAT MALONEY, WHO LEADS A PARTY THAT HAS OFTEN BEEN DESCRIBED AS NEO-FASCIST, CLAIMS TO BE A BIG Tolkien FAN WHO USED TO DRESS UP AS A HOBBIT. NO! (laughs) NO! OR AS THEY SAY IN ITALIAN, NO. (laughs) DON'T YOU RUIN THE LORD OF THE RINGS. NO SELF-RESPECTING ADULT DRESSES LIKE A HOBBIT, UNLESS THEY'RE ON THE COVER OF ENTERTAINMENT WEEKLY. Now, I get, I get why an Italian politician might like Tolkien. I mean, the trilogy is full of, of wonderful Italian characters.
3: Are you a shanat, a pasta? Mamma
2: mia! And, and you gotta love, you gotta love the soundtrack by Howard Shore. When you see a big guy flaming up in the sky, that's a sauron. All right. <laughs> when you see a shotgun guy with one bunny, that's uh, Era. But Maloney takes her fandom to the extreme, saying, I don't consider the Lord of the Rings fantasy. Adding that to her, it's a sacred text. I've never said these words to anyone. But, um... I think you're taking the Lord of the Rings too seriously. <laughs> Even worse... JUST TONE IT, TONE IT DOWN, PUMP THE brakes THERE. EVEN WORSE, THIS ISN'T JUST CONFINED TO MALONEY. APPARENTLY, IN ITALY, THE LORD OF THE RINGS HAS BEEN A CENTRAL PILLAR OF THE HARD-RIGHT IDENTITY. NO, NO, FASCISTS. (laughs) LORD OF THE RINGS IS NOT SOME SACRED TEXT FOR THE FAR-RIGHT. THAT'S TOTALLY MISUNDERSTANDING THE WORDS OF ULMO. Lord of Waters, who chose Tuor as his instrument to tell the elven king Turgon, after the founding of the great kingdom of Gondolin, love not too well the work of thy hands and the devices of thy heart. Hey, hey! You get back here. You get back here. (laughs) I work hard. I'm allowed to have hobbies. Hold on, hold on. I FELT A GREAT DISTURBANCE IN THE FORCE. BECAUSE WE JUST LEARNED THAT JAMES EARL JONES IS RETIRING FROM THE ROLE OF DARTH VADER IN STAR WARS. HE WILL NOW BE PLAYING BABY Yoda. <laughs> BUT DON'T WORRY. THE VOICE OF DARTH VADER LIVES ON BECAUSE JONES HAS REPORTEDLY SIGNED OVER THE RIGHTS TO HIS ARCHIVAL VOICE WORK, AND NOW DISNEY HAS HIRED AN A.I. FIRM TO BUILD VADER'S VOICE FROM Jones's LIBRARY OF WORK. OKAY, THAT IS CREEPY. Okay. Uh, DUE TO ALL THIS NEW TECHNOLOGY, HOLLYWOOD NOW BE ABLE TO USE ARTIFICIAL INTELLIGENCE TO MAKE STARS ACT FROM BEYOND THE GRAVE. LUCKILY, THIS ONLY APPLIES TO PEOPLE WHO HAVE BEEN RECORDED FOR THOUSANDS AND THOUSANDS OF... OH, MY GOD. <laughs> I, w- I WANT you, EVERYONE TO LISTEN TO ME. IF THEY TRY TO DO THIS TO ME, PLEASE KNOW THAT
1: I LOVE PARAMOUNT. THEY ARE AMERICA'S FAVORITE MEDIA CONGLOMERATE AND HAVE MY PERMISSION TO DO WHATEVER THEY WANT.
2: And I mean that. we got a great show for you tonight. Coming
1: up, Sigourney Weaver.
0: The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
2: Our guest tonight is the three-time Academy Award nominee who has starred in Aliens, Ghostbusters, and Avatar. She now stars in The Good House.
3: Um... Uh, Frank! You want to come over for dinner? Help me eat these. Dinner? Yeah. It's this meal people eat at the end of the day. It's pretty popular. Sure. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Dinner. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. Sigourney Weaver. How delightful. Nice to see you again.
3: It's been too long.
2: It has. It has been too. It has been too long. Stupid but, no, COVID. COVID got in the middle. Got COVID got in the way. Yeah. It's. It's. It's nice to see you again. I was just telling Lewis uh, at the top of the last act. He's. He's never seen the Avatar. What.
3: Still yes. To... I, know, I know. The I one person people's... who has not seen it is <laughs> yes. here tonight?
2: Yes. He didn't know that you turn into a tree at the end, or you kind of get absorbed by a tree. Is
3: that what happened to me?
2: Well... I was never sure. Well, I mean, you get the, the thing, it kind of coils yeah, you... and it's kind then of you, a
3: psychedelic you, thing. Yeah, you kind of, like, you become
2: one with a tree. Yeah. You know how they have that ponytail sex with each <laughs> other? I think you have, like, ponytail sex with a tree, as far okay. as I can tell. Okay,
3: well, I don't you remember know. that, but... No?
2: <laughs> I'm just trying to sell some tickets, baby. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. This is keep in keep the seat. But here's the thing, is that you're in the new one. I've I found out. I am. So you're not a tree.
3: No. No, I uh I'm yeah. a 14-year-old girl.
2: You're a 14-year-old girl? Yeah. You play a teenager yeah,
3: in this? I do.
2: You are a good actress. <laughs>
3: Jim Cameron says I'm very immature, and this should be right up my alley.
2: Did you draw on your own
3: 14-ness to play this part? I'm afraid I had to, yes, yes. What were you like as
2: a teenager?
3: Oh. Oh. No? I don't want to go back. No, I mean, I was this tall when I was 11. Oh, wow. So I was like this giant spider. (laughs) I mean, I was just like... (laughs) I bumped into everything, and everyone, if oh. anyone was getting in trouble in class, it would be me, because that's who the teacher would see. I was so big.
2: Oh, right, because you couldn't, you couldn't hide when there was trouble. I couldn't
3: hide under no. my desk. Wow. So I, I remember it as rather an excruciating time, but I did start to <laughs> clown around so that I could make fun of myself before anyone else did.
2: Oh, that, that works out. Yeah. yeah. And then that turns you into a performer. Or were you already a performer?
3: No, I don't think I was a performer. I was very shy. Like a lot of performers are. Back to the
2: okay. avatar. Like, what's going on here? Is this you in that? You want to say that? Is that you
3: in that? Is that contraption? That's you. Yeah. That is my 14-year-old girl, Kiri, who has just hitched a ride on an elu, which is being
2: is that a water represented or something?
3: by Chris, our fantastic diver who's uh, holding some sort of machine. And together, they form an Elu, which is um, a creature in Avatar 2 that becomes my friend.
2: Okay, quick question. Why are, is this you, are you actually underwater?
3: Yes, that's me.
2: And why did he do this to you? Because oh. they have the computers that can do all this stuff, and you don't hmm. actually have to do this.
3: I'm not sure he knows that. <laughs>
2: Are you, I... You're
3: not wearing a tank or anything? No, no. they uh, He actually um, had a great guy, Kirk Crack, uh, who... Kirk Crack? Kirk...
2: That poor Kirk... man. <laughs> that poor... <laughs> Talk about a rough teenage years.
3: Kirk Crack is a Canadian who teaches... That doesn't, that doesn't
2: help. That doesn't help at all.
3: <laughs> he teaches the Navy SEALs. And okay. I don't know what the Navy SEALs did... When we were doing this, because it took 18 months to train us. But um,
2: what did he train you to do?
3: Free dive.
2: So wait a second, James Cameron has you underwater and
3: isn't giving you air, and
2: he's like, "We'll
3: get you some Navy Seal training." (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and we we did train. We we trained, and I was able ultimately to hold my breath for six and a half minutes. (laughs) Wow. Well. But um, I wasn't moving when I did that. Okay. There's a big difference between holding your breath and moving, and holding your breath and, and lying in what they call a static breath hold. Okay. So I was doing a static breath hold to get rid of my mammalian instinct, which is the instinct we all have, which is get your face out of the water and get on dry land. Yeah,
2: it's called a survival instinct. Yes.
3: We had to get rid of that.
2: Okay, we have to take a quick break, but stick around. We'll be right back with more Sigourney Weaver, everybody. star of the new movie The Good House, Sigourney Weaver. The the new movie is uh, out this Friday, The Good House. You play Hildy Good. Who is Hildy?
3: Hildy Good is a descendant of Sarah Good, who was uh, one of the Salem witches. But this story is about... It was the chance for me to tell a story of an older woman from her point of view, who's very funny, who we meet at a very... DELICATE TIME IN HER LIFE WHEN HER HUSBAND HAS LEFT HER, HER KIDS HAVE SENT HER TO REHAB, SHE'S LOSING HER BUSINESS, AND SHE'S FEELING VERY PISSED OFF. AND SO SHE LOOKS AT THE CAMERA AND SHE TELLS YOU EXACTLY WHAT SHE'S THINKING.
2: Oh, IN THE MIDDLE OF SCENES, SHE BREAKS THE FOURTH WALL? YEAH. And just, ALL yeah. RIGHT.
3: AND IT FELT VERY NATURAL, BECAUSE, OF COURSE, HILDE ALWAYS, LIKE WE ALL DO, HAS A PUBLIC FACE, sure. KEEPING IT ALL TOGETHER, SUCCESSFUL, TAKING CARE OF HER FAMILY. And then every now and then she just lets her hair down and says, can you believe the sh- that I'm in? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> can you believe what's going on with my life? Yeah. And, um, and she's great company. It's sort of like being in a bar with someone you really like, you know?
2: Um, it was filmed in Nova Scotia. Um, was there any water work in this one?
3: Actually, there was, now that you mentioned it. Did you have
2: to hold your breath for six and a half minutes in this one? It was
3: quite one? worse than that. They had just had a week where they, they were... Um, THEY WERE TAGGING THESE GREAT WHITE SHARKS THAT WERE RIGHT OFFSHORE, LIKE 50 FEET OFFSHORE. They, THEY TAGGED ABOUT 12 OF THEM. THAT HAPPENED TO BE THE WEEK THAT I GOT TO GO IN THE WATER AT ABOUT 5 O'CLOCK IN THE MORNING. THEY'D RUN OUT OF WATER. THE TIDE HAD GONE DOWN.
2: THAT'S SHARK FEEDING TIME. YES,
3: and <laughs> EXACTLY. <laughs> AND SO THEY WERE GOING TO HAVE TO TAKE ME OUT IN A BOAT AND HAVE ME DO THE SWIMMING SCENE. I, I'M A LITTLE DRUNK. I. Whip my bra off and swing it around, and yeah. you know I'm sure. just enjoying myself in sure. the water. Yeah. And um, anyway, luckily they found a kind of pool with some very large lobsters in it. They removed the lobsters, so I was able to dive and do the scene. Which, or else the
2: lobsters would have dragged <laughs> the you lobsters
3: down. Lobsters would have definitely gotten mm-hmm. me. Dipped you, you know. in drawn butter. Yes. I...
2: <laughs> if they could find any. <laughs> this is Ke- kevin klein is is as we saw in that driving yeah. the truck he's love
3: interest is that the f- is fair? love what interest? Okay. what
2: have you guys done together
3: we did dave we sure did oh sure ice storm yeah
2: ice storm we there you did. go
3: he's wonderful day. yeah uh ice storm where we're not really friends although we're sleeping together and then this one is sort of our our most satisfying uh, love story i think well, why is this more sa-
2: i mean obviously ice storm is not the most satisfying love story but
3: well, he plays the most wonderful garbage man. Um, he who plays is your
2: like high school He's my high thrush.
3: school sweetheart, and yeah. I finally have come to my senses and I realize that, you know, Frank Getchel's pretty, pretty special. And anyway, it's a wonderful love story, also a comedy, also a story about a woman who comes home at the end of a day and KICKS BACK AND OPENS A BOTTLE OF FORBIDDEN PINOT NOIR THAT SHE'S NOT SUPPOSED TO DRINK AND GETS LOADED AND TALKS TO HER DOGS AND THE AUDIENCE. WELL. IT'S A WONDERFUL PART FOR ME. I'M VERY, VERY LUCKY.
2: Spe- SPEAKING what? OF, uh, uh, YOU KNOW, YOUTHFUL CRUSHES, um, SATURDAY IS YOUR 38TH ANNIVERSARY. OH,
3: THAT'S TRUE. WITH
2: YOUR, with your HUSBAND, JIM. HERE YOU ARE.
3: Yeah.
2: A FEW YEARS BACK years back. You said this, you once said this about marriage, it's very beautiful. It is like an energy, a wonderful fire that never goes out underneath you to help you go out into the world and do your damnedest. How, wow. how does that, you, you did say something well, so. didn't you? I guess so,
3: yeah.
2: It's really, it's, it's very beautiful and very true, you know, a good, a good marriage lets you have courage out there in the well, world. Well, I think
3: that's very true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How did it start? How did you guys... Meat.
3: It didn't start well. Um, <laughs> I actually was—I was at the Williamstown Theater Festival, and I was went to this place called the Zoo, which is the bar. And I was there with Christopher Walken; we were colleagues. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take my shoes off, and I—there was a very cute bartender, and he said, "Don't take your shoes off." I said, "Why not?" He said, "Because the floor is dirt, and you shouldn't. There are things in there." I said, "Uh." Eh. And so I <laughs> gave him my shoes to put behind the bar, and at the end of the night, I couldn't, I had to ask him to give me my shoes back, which he'd put up on a pole somewhere. <laughs> anyway, um, I then uh, invited him to a birthday party of mine, and he came. And I asked him out to dinner. He was a few years younger than I was, yes. and so I had to play the aggressive person. <laughs> <laughs> so.
2: I'm glad worked I was It
3: sure. worked out. Yeah. Sigourney, it
2: was lovely to see you. It's so good to Thank see you, Thank you too. so much for being here again. The Good House is in theaters this Friday. It's Sigourney Weaver.
1: This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 1135-1035 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Melina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier